Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. I'm here each and every Tuesday with my lovely friend Dion Curry and Chris Spangalang. <laughs> <laughs> Going on year uh, seven of friendship, we'll get it. We'll get it. Yeah. And, and how many years for the podcast? Almost four in April. Almost four fucking years. Almost four years. And I cannot wait for you guys to see what I'm doing for this podcast studio. And, and, and y'all about to get top-notch everything. I cannot wait for y'all to see. And I know everybody keep asking me, don't change the theme song. But I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about singing the theme song. Okay, well, then oh, you Lord. can change it. Yeah. <laughs> what y'all think? I'm, uh, no. I'm for it. How do the theme song go? <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned for the music. Yeah, stay tuned for the song and tell me if I should sing it when we redo the podcast. <laughs> you better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor, these are not the same lines. That's the politics, she been on the real grind. It could be pretty but ugly at the same time Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now What you talking about? It's real though And cut the game, you get no play like Nintendo You wait the time, turn it up, nothing but the ugly Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny Full blast, this a taste of the future Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer Share it, tweet it, ain't no way to beat it Nothing but the ugly turning up and gon' repeat it. Nothing All right, George Warren, goddamn it, nigga, y'all didn't win. Y'all destroyed them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was embarrassing. Oh my god, I was like Georgia, please don't score again. Okay, <laughs> the game was so boring. I ate three, I ate two nachos, a cup of hot dog, drunk a drink, and I blame it on the other team. For making me gain weight. Because <laughs> you were so bored? I wasn't bored, but them getting whipped like that, somebody had to have the nervous energy to eat, and it was me. <laughs> Turned into Nike at a gas station. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, that stadium is nice as fuck, but it kept raining in that stadium. Yeah, so where where is where? the stadium? Uh, in Inglewood, put it. I always put it in the ghetto to get rid of the poor people. You know how they do. <laughs> so it's in Inglewood, and um, uh, it was beautiful. Like it was like it almost kind of gave you a resort feel because it was so open. But nigga, it was raining, so it had a mesh roof, and it was in there raining on our ass. I said, "Where's all this <laughs> wetness coming from?" <laughs> on the broadcast, on the broadcast, they said this is a beautiful stadium. But to add insult to injury, the rain is only raining on the TCU fans. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it coming in because it doesn't have walls, apparently, because it's in yeah, LA. It was coming all up in there, and it was coming out through the mess ceiling. Oh, it was. Yeah, that's the purple too. section, too. <laughs> it was, a, But you know what? They tried to say TCU didn't come out, they came the fuck out. TCU fans must be really rich. Because they was all up in the rich cards. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. 
It's Texas, so yeah. Yeah. So when I so let me just say, when I was on a plane going to the game, and mind you, I wasn't even gonna go to the game, but I had missed the other games, and I was like, you know, you only live once. Why not? The fucking ticket was four thousand dollar round trip first class. So I right. said, Juma, you gonna have to fly on the wing because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna need we gonna have to hook Frontier up to Delta and let Delta pull Frontier <laughs> get a trail <laughs> <laughs> like a bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we are gonna have to do. So I ended up having enough points because you know I like to tell everybody how I say. So I kept saving all these points for some reason. I'm like, well, why I'm not using my points? I had like four hundred thousand points. Oh my god, they came in handy. Because I was able to get in first class and Jumbo was able to get in the back of the plane. Now, <laughs> mind you, the tickets was very expensive. They say they went down towards the end. Only upper level went down. Well, I've got I've got some pictures that you posted here. I'll show the pictures. And it looks like your seats were really good. Oh, at one, who was on the floor? It lo- who is this and why are you so close to the floor? <laughs> uh, his name is Stackhouse. He's one of the uh, younger players on the Georgia team. So one of they one of they players. Yeah, you're like who who And are... that's their superstar right there. That's McIntosh. Not Juma knew who all he was. He just took my phone and started fucking taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> that kid is going to the NFL. So that picture will forever be out there. <laughs> and he's an NFL player who played for George. Now Juma recognized him. Okay. And and you so, look like a dark skinned Jordan. Uh, that's I. I honestly thought it was Jordan. For I was like, she took Jordan and not Nikea. <laughs> no, I didn't take Nikea. It was too expensive. But we we had so we actually you see up there with a the fifty two at we actually had seats up there too, because the VIP gets seats up there and down there. But Juma didn't want to go upstairs and sit. He wanted to stay right there on the field, and so he got to be everybody. Pat McAfee had just walked by when I walked by. Did you say hi? He didn't. He didn't get to see me. Okay, I was in there getting some nachos. <laughs> <laughs> and you met Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis was just at the bar down in the VIP area, and Jumbo was like, "Mama, mama, mama, come here, come here." And I'm like, "What?" And I walk over. He said, "I said, he said, why he look for me?" I said, "Jumbo, that's Terrell Davis." You look exactly like Ashley right there. Everybody kept telling me that. <laughs> that is an Ashley picture if I've seen one. Everybody kept telling me that. <laughs> so he was really nice. That's, uh, and everybody thought I was Ashley right there, too. <laughs> That's what's going on the inside of the Georgia. I mean, it was a really nice stadium. And it was an, it was an expensive trip. I'm so you only live once. And I just know as, as us, we always talk about what we can't do and what we won't do. You know, I said, fuck it. I missed the other game because I had to work New Year. I'm going to this game. Yeah. So it the, was, the, it the was, New Year's game was probably a been better one to go to, <laughs> at least as far as to yeah, watch. Hold on for a second. Edit that part out, Kate. Oh, that's the best part. Ramen oh noodles with no juice? What are you talking about? It was just full of water. He didn't eat try to drink any of the water off of it. Now you don't even eat ramen noodles. I just want to eat something real quick so I can get the fuck in the bed. All right. <laughs> back for the break. I wish you could have heard that, but it was too racist. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, just post some of it off, son. Some of the water off. So um, uh, I have to say this. What I did like about that stadium is brand new, right? Beautiful stadium. What I did like about it. 
Don't that make sense? She's bringing, she's getting ramen noodles, but they didn't pour out of the water, which is the best part, is the broth. Uh, no, he overcooked them. Just bring me a fork, son. <laughs> so, what I, uh, Dave had good food. And I hate to say this because I love my Falcon. Mercedes being food is icky for the amount of money that you pay for those VIP seats. Really? When I tell you, DP were taking the meat off the grill and putting them in the taco. I believe it. I is. mean, the shit was good. Nacho was $24. $24. Was $24. But she would put, I said, bitch, I don't need enough nacho for eight people. Calm down, little black girl. That's enough. <laughs> I know you're trying to hook a nigga up, but that's enough. <laughs> that bitch said, nacho almost weighed as much as I did when she got through this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, bitch, you gonna get fired up here getting away all these people chips, cheese, and meat and shit. <laughs> Calm down, little black girl shit. And you know when you go in a line and black folks see black folks at an event. And I'm not lying. We when we see ourselves at an event where you know it's very pricey, we kind of get happy to see each other. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm all right. We're like, nigga, you here, nigga? <laughs> hey, oh shit, another one of us. That's just how we think. And I'm lying, Dion. Nigga, I don't got no money yeah. like you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where them niggas going? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take the elevator. <laughs> you have that that yellow tortilla with the yellow cheese. You don't have regular nachos. You're like, can I have three more chips? <laughs> I'm looking oh. for the security guard who ain't pat nobody down. <laughs> I love I'm looking for that nigga who's like, go ahead. <laughs> but you know, when you see black folk doing shit, you can't. We it's it's a like almost like a proud moment, you know. Like you, black people. I don't know why we do this, but if you will pay attention, like if we're in an area where we're doing something that that doesn't that a lot of us don't do, we really get happy to see. Oh my god, you know, you stepped outside your box. You know, when I was on a Disney cruise. It wasn't a lot of us. It was mostly um, white people, and it was mostly um, uh, Asian people. So when I saw another black family, like, hey, you know, everybody wants to see something that looked like them. And it's not being racist. You know, hey, somebody else on the boat beside me being black. Now, can I tell you what so, the white people think? What? <laughs> that lady's son must be in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they kept asking me, is your son, do your son play for Jordan? I'm like, that's son over there, he smoked weed, okay? He play for the reefer man. He smoked weed, reefer man. What I want to know, and maybe I can, I, can I play the reel from a few days before? Because I was cracking up. Because Dion and I get this weird text message like a week ago. Give and, my fault, Ramon. And it says... Hey, if you see anything weird about Junebug, just delete it from the group. I can't tell you anything else. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I figured it out watch it, watching this, and I howled. Y'all already know we own our way to the Georgia Championship game. Look at my ride or die. You know, last time you went to the game, I was out of town. Right on the field. Do that today, Junebug. Do that today, Junebug. I'm going to be his Get your hand off my goddamn head. <laughs> 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 Y'all gonna see me beat my son on national TV. I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna beat you if you run your black down that field. <laughs>
You gonna run on that field? Huh? <laughs> my no, ass. He's about to die in LA. <laughs> they gonna get the Crips to beat the shit out you. Run your ass on out there like you, like you cool or some shit. Well, well, we're going to the game. I'm excited. You excited, Jumba? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ready to get that too. I cannot wait. LA, we are on our way. Now, what did Junebug do? He ran out on the field. So he ran out on the field at the uh, at the the game before the championship when Georgia made it to the championship. And he runs out. And he said, "We we had seats. Those seats you saw me in at the uh, championship game. Well, I have those same types of seat at the at the Mercedes Benz." And so um, this motherfucker got so excited, you know, with that field goal that we can um, we gonna make it to the championship. He decided. He's standing up on the thing, and they kind of kept an eye on him all night. And he gonna try to go live and jump out there on the field. He jumped right into the security guard, uh, <laughs> and they beat the shit out of his ass. <laughs> they, as they should have. Ju Next day, I know Juke, not kill, got a foam up in the air. Uh, <laughs> uh, all you see is they got it. They back, They got. They got Juke fold over like a fucking napkin, as they should have, and took that motherfucker down. <laughs> <laughs> he was and doing videos from the from the in stadium jail. <laughs> so what you rewarded him by taking him and not Nike to the championship game? I couldn't afford two tickets. I'm I, saying I, he I, broke I, the law. Leave him leave him at home. Reward Nikea. He's the good son this week. No, he's not. <laughs> Man, he, Nikea know why he didn't go. He was not the good son. He was not the good son. So I was like, nah, I'm taking June. <laughs> And so, and that kid just want to eat. I was going to say them $24 nachos would start to add up. <laughs> Quick. I was in Juma didn't want to eat shit. I was in there eat, watching TV, walking around, lounging around on the couch. I was just having me a good little time all by myself. It, it was really nice. It was, And I'm so glad I got an opportunity. Back to when I say, you know, you get happy when you see black people doing stuff. But, you know, I was like... I hope, you know, we come out to support Georgia because even though we didn't go to the University of Georgia, we, you know, if you're from Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia Tech, and the motherfucking uh, Falcon, that's who you love. But it was it was a, it was a lot of people there. I was happy to see TCU there, too. I don't, never heard of TCU, but it wouldn't have been a good game without their fans showing up because you got to, you know, you want to hear them cheer, then you want to get louder, and they was rocking that motherfucker. But oh, uh, but they did go to sleep real, real early. <laughs> so we we hit them in the Anna Apple, and it was over. It was, it was over. You know the the guy. Um, there's a very famous uh, business owner down in uh, Houston, uh, mattress guy, who bet like five million or something on the uh, Houston Nachos to win the World Series. Yeah, well, and then was, he was gonna buy everybody a couch or something, or he always yeah. places like a ridiculous bet on the Super Bowl. Well, he he bet on TCU uh, no. to to win that game. Like I think it was like three or four million dollars to win, and uh, they caught this nigga at the bar sitting by himself, looking like the saddest motherfucker you ever <laughs> seen in your life. <laughs> That nigga was sitting down by himself, just like, ain't this bad. The game wasn't nowhere near over either. I think y'all were up on like, I think it was 31 to 7 or some shit. Oh, like that. It was, <laughs> was over. It, was it, it was Mattress over. Mac? Yeah. And he was looking so sad. I seen it on Twitter. 
They said the only way TCU could come back and win is if they put Matt Ryan in at quarterback for Georgia. <laughs> i saw this i saw this guy uh all right hold on did you find a video yeah i saw this picture of this guy he had his head down this is a video but that poor man yeah (laughs) look at him (laughs) i i presume that's his wife Now him with the young girl. Uh, you know why she there. It's either his granddaughter or his wife. That is not his wife. He sure was sipping that water like he got a looking so sad. Oh, that's funny. Very funny. So After that uh, first quarter, that game was over. And it was really, I'm telling you, if you get a chance to go to like a championship game, I was just telling you up. I said, I'm about to start me a little bank by my bed, just throwing money over there and there so I can afford. <laughs> I don't, I don't even want to tell y'all what I pay for those tickets. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> nah, no, you shouldn't. And, and I had to move some stuff around. I said, fuck it, I'm going. No, I'm man. These were really <laughs> expensive tickets. <laughs> if you're moving money, oh no. <laughs> Got to check it in the savings. Was it, <laughs> was it more or less to go to this than the party? Oh, no, no, no. It was way less. It okay. Way All right. Less. Okay. Was, was, no, 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 no. No. Right. No, it was up on the 10. Oh, okay. I see. I would have yeah. thought each of the seats was ten. No, no, no. I saw a ticket as high as twenty eight thousand dollars. You could have got a. You could have got a um, a suite for six. Suite six p for twenty four thousand. I didn't know six people. How how? Where do people have that kind of money, Dion? Oh, there's lots of rich motherfuckers walking around. Ah, one day you I never sold it. your feet pics on the internet. I, I mean, I thought I was doing well, but I I saw this lady. I sat down with this lady, nice little lady, uh, from Val Austin, and, and you know they got that uh country southern accent, and she was like, uh, so I was just talking to her like I talked to everybody, and she ended up working for the power company. I said, "You the bitch I need to talk to. I need some new gas line ran at my house, and these motherfuckers ain't answering the phone." <laughs> <laughs> See what I love about you is that you you pinch every penny, but then you spend on experiences, which is yeah. good. So she was like, Well, hon, I'ma see if I can help you. Take down my number. My name is Rhonda. I said, What boy lady your name, Rhonda? <laughs> <laughs> and so and so and so I'm I'm talking to her now. Her friend is kind of drunk. And then I said, uh, we was talking about, you know, the game and stuff. And she said, she said, my husband had a lot of tickets to this game. I said, well, give me your number so I can get to know you and your husband. (laughs) (laughs) Never thought about three ways till now. (laughs) I want no threesome. She about 75. She don't want no pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Just turn off the lights and be like, I'll be right back. And then have Ashley come out. (laughs) No, I'll be right back. They both be sleeping. I get back. (laughs) But um, I started and I talked to them for a while. And then I moved on to the coach's uh, daddy. He ended up sitting next to me, the uh, D defensive coach daddy and he was like I'm the defense coach daddy I said who daddy you is man that man look like he was 35 years old 
The son was 36, but the daddy looked 35. I said, well, goddamn black don't crack if you don't do crack. <laughs> <laughs> so me just talking to different people. I, I, I bumped into 2 Chain, and um, he took a picture with Junebug. And uh, I think it was Quaver on the field with his face covered. Um, it was a bunch of celebrities there. Uh, I, I later on I learned that um, um, Mayweather was there. Some boy walked by and said, "Mayweather, I knock your ass out." It's all over Twitter. Mayweather, like, <laughs> you will. So it was, it was, it was an experience, you know. And you're right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm 50, and I'm starting to really. I like to experience stuff, you know. Uh, my plan is to go to Dubai this year, and. That's what I want to see. I want to see the world. Because when I was a little girl, y'all all know, I thought the map was lying. I was like, there can't be that many places and mama don't talk about them. Mama talk about every motherfucking body and everything. Because remember <laughs> back in the day when your black mama be on the phone, yeah, Cheryl, that nigga right there. She knew everybody business. So mm-hmm. I know she knew it was some shit called Dubai and Africa and other shit. But she never spoke of them. I don't think she knew. I don't think so. I don't think so. Something tells me cooking in the chimney doesn't really. (laughs) I I think she had (laughs) limited vision. Is what? (laughs) Well, she did, Chris, because she wore glasses. Yeah, she could. She she was nearsighted, so she couldn't see past the. uh, She's Sarah Palin. What the fuck? Uh, I can see Russia from the back. Hey. Yeah, you're. It's kind of my wife's family's like this. They they live on very little and they don't spend on a lot of creature comforts. But then they take like really cool vacations, and like do experiences. Whereas my family was different, where we didn't take a lot of vacations, but like we had a nice house and we always had like the creature comforts. And I think that's like uh, two hold, two hold different types of people. One second, because you said somebody never heard. Hold on. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she just needed to comp- contemplate the profundity of what i was saying <laughs> hold on one second uh kate when you see me eating cut that out no don't cut that out that's the best part <laughs> slurp slurp eat. slurping it up <laughs> raymond did you steal the fucking noodle package <laughs> give me the noodle package landing on the table ain't no motherfucking chicken flavor here she tastes like water <laughs> he didn't he definitely did not put that packet in there Give me that other packet laying in there. I don't even eat noodles. I mean, when I do, I want them to be fucking good. <laughs> now, what's a creature comfort? I don't know. Like, It's I, nice stuff. Yeah. So your house is nice, but you don't go nowhere. It's a trade-off. Yeah. Some people live bare minimum, but they go everywhere and see stuff. And other people are like, I ain't going nowhere, but my crib is going to be dope as fuck. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm more along the lines of Chris. We didn't really go nowhere, but you know, we had the things that we wanted yeah. in the house, and it was quality stuff. But like, like you have nice stuff, but like you seem if you're going to spend your money, you really like want to save up and go on trips and take your family on trips. Like you're definitely yeah. seem like an experiential person. Yeah, and you know what's uh, one thing I noticed about myself is when I go on these trips, I stand back and I watch, I get, I, I enjoy watching them enjoy the trip. Yeah. Like I didn't snorkel, but they raved about snorkel. You gotta get out of here, mom. Oh my God, when you put your weight up on the water, it will blow your mind. And I was like, no, nah. but I, I so stayed on that boat 
and just watch how they lit up in that water. Nobody wanted to get out. Is there a reason you didn't want to go snorkeling? I don't know. Me and Garanna didn't get in. Is it like a like a shyness thing, or you just no? Like I just a didn't fear. N- nigga, you saw her on the cabin. She don't do one. <laughs> <laughs> Bert Kreischer won't be there to save you. <laughs> he was like, just help, help, nigga. Help, help. She's in knee deep water. <laughs> I did not know I was in knee deep water. <laughs> Anything for you, Bert Kreischer. It may have ankle deep. <laughs> I did not know I was. And they just let me float away. I was like, if you don't fucking come get me because I'm sliding off the little float. Hey, congratulations to Kayla Cuoco on her baby. She's pregnant. Is she? She is. Oh, I wonder congratulations. if she'll name her Patricia. Don't say anything or she'll blame you for ruining that, too. Oh. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Qu- Kayla Cuoco. And you got to give a shout out to uh, Diamond and Silk. One of them died. Yeah, I was a yeah. Silk we lost. Diamond. We lost uh, Rock. Rock and polyester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate to laugh at this, but I guess you don't be mean to people. I don't know if they was mean to people, but they did a, like a GoFundMe thing, and she had forty nine dollars in there. Oh, for her funeral? Apparently, diamonds are not forever. <laughs> oh. And I was like, "What the fuck? Did this just start?" What and was the goal? She, they say. Uh, I don't know, but they say that they say she died of COVID. Oh no! And she was fifty-one. Yeah, she was young. So I was really. I'm shocked. not celebrating her death, but I ain't sad she gone. She well, damn, just, Dion. She was just silly. Be nice. She was. Be, be nice. Do you know what kind of no, these no. people were out here tricking people into believing? some shit that didn't happen and ruining people's lives and families. So, no, nah, I'm not going to be nice. Carmen is a motherfucker, ain't Mm-hmm. Carmen I mean, is I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not celebrating that she's dead, but you, yo, they talked all that shit about vaccines and all this other stuff. Then they say, really? And they saying COVID killed. Oh, let me Google that. Trump truth out on his true social that her heart gave out <laughs> that her heart was too big or some shit <laughs> oh yeah she, like, man, nobody, do, nobody had a bigger want, heart yeah you don't want no you don't want trump doing eulogy <laughs> oh she <laughs> got <shit>. vaccinated <laughs> how about how about uh uh what is damar's last name Ham, uh the football player yeah hamlin how cool was it that he is? He's gonna. It looks like you'll make a full recovery, right? Have yeah. I heard they were paying him, so they're not gonna let him come back and play. No, no, no. no. So he made. He's gonna make a full recovery. They released him from the hospital yesterday. Um, <clears throat> the his contract, the way football contracts are set up, like you have to. It's performance based. There's a signing bonus. So basically, because they didn't know if he was gonna be able to play it. Again, they basically just guaranteed is the rest of the money that they had on the contract. It's like three point four million or something like that. So, which is a nice gesture. He had a GoFundMe or some sort of charity drive for like kids' toys or something, right? And uh, Jim Ursay, the Colts owner, donated two twenty five thousand dollars, 
And then right below that, there was a guy named Bill who donated five. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, fucking Bill's luck, man. Now everybody knows you're a cheapskate. <laughs> $5. $5 next to 25 grand. I was like, damn, Jim, you oh, fucked Bill up. <laughs> to to Damar's uh, charity for toys. Oh. That was scary, though, because it... it the only thing I can remember, like, think of the Jets player that got paralyzed in the '90s, but I've never seen yeah. anything like that. Do you? Man, <coughs> that that made me watching that that night made me realize how real God is, and, and you know how in the Bible it says, and I've heard that because I, I don't read the Bible, but I do believe God said if we came together as a world and pray, we can heal the world. But none of us were. We, no, you, ne- you can never get that many countries together like that. Or differences that would come together and pray to heal the world. But that night, with all the prayers, with seventy, well, thirty, with thirty million people, however many people watching that game that night, all praying, that shit works. Yeah, with the- that, it mm-hmm. works along with the doctors. Everybody in the stadium was praying. All the, the players. World, Dan Orvlo- the Orvlosky was praying on the ESPN. I was like, what is going on? Everybody. And even I, you know, and I, I try to give God his space. And uh, God, because God is busy. So many of us begging for shit. So I go when I really need that. I'm like, yo, God, it's me. You know, I don't really come to you much. But if I come to you, uh, it, that means I done did all I can do on my own. And now I need your help. But, you know, he looks out there you every day. But I was like, I can't imagine being that young man mama sitting in it and you see your boy get that attack and you scream. They're like, wait, wait, wait get back up. Because I know the first thing she's like, nigga, get back up, Darnell, whatever his name is. And then to know that he's down there having a massive heart attack and he's 20-something. As a parent, I can't imagine what that lady felt. I'd have been running down there with my wig on my seat in my chair hollering Junebug. What if it was Nikea? God damn it, Nikea. Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> now that's not true because when he got COVID, you were outside there going, he's hot! <laughs> that hot nigga ain't riding with me. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't take him home or get in the ambulance with him, but you were concerned. <laughs> I was very concerned. He's hot! <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wish I could get you to listen back to an episode of this show and I'd pick that one because you would not believe how funny that episode was. <laughs> he was hot as fuck. I was not doing them. But um, just, I'm so happy for that young man. And so I saw them talking about they're going to pay him. And I just hope, I don't know if he should go back and play because I'm not a doctor. It would be scary for as a parent to see my son. But anybody could have hit you like that and your heart could have stopped. You know, your heart can only take so much. It, and it get hit hard enough, it will stop fucking beating it. You got to beat it back to, you know, you got to make it start back pumping. But I'm so glad. I, my biggest concern with that young man was him not getting oxygen to his brains. And somebody got to care for him for the rest of his life. But they jumped on it so fast, they kept oxygen to his brains. And he had the most brightest smile. And I was like, wow, prayer really do work, which I already knew prayer work, but as I've just never seen that many people pray for one thing. 
the doctor said like like if you were going to have that issue in the ER would be better but second would be the field of the NFL because they immediately started new like the EMT saved his life because he instantly knew what was going on started giving him CPR started beating his chest no it was before the EMT it was it was that coach was it who was it out there Okay. The, team trainer. the team, the team trainer. trainer went out there yeah. and he he administered CPR <laughs> until the ambulance got there and for over 10 minutes it just think can you imagine how tired he was of blowing he probably needed CPR after well, this boy they don't blow in your mouth anymore <laughs> it's just chest compressions <laughs> along they got with the airbags. things they got airbags oh yeah they yeah. got airbags but I mean, can you imagine how war high he was? Yeah. And all I was thinking, man, don't break this baby ribs in the process. Because it's but, not, you can't do it light. Like, you have to do it hard, too. Yeah. Yeah. To keep him breathing. And they, makes- have, they have these things that you can put over or under your pads to, like, protect your heart for the specific reason. They have it in hockey. They have it in uh, lacrosse. And uh, I want to say baseball, too. It's kids but baseball because those are the yeah, three sports that kids get it. Yeah, you they have a pad that you can wear to where it, it pretty much stops that from happening. So maybe he'll wear that in the future when he gets back out on the field. But I don't know if you know it was just randomly said on ESPN, so I don't have a source other than that. But that this was the very first case documented of comey or whatever it is um, in football. Period. Like. It just was such a random freak occurrence, you know. Where hockey when he come, happens a lot. Yeah, I wonder would he go back to water. Of course. I mean, would they let him? I mean, if he gets medically cleared, to, he goes through the physical. I'm sure, you know, because you hear him talk about how much he loved playing football, and this would be in a freak accident. I don't think he's going, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is my personal opinion. I have no obvious sources or anything but the crazy part i think other players be like man ain't gotta hit you and knock your heart loose well he's a defensive player though so that he he's the one normally doing hit it was just that weird angle at the right of speed and direction to to cause that you know you literally have to hit something you have to hit somebody right between the heartbeat it it was that free yeah it just it's like such a small chance of that actually happening on the regular for it to be an issue. And I've heard people say we need to stop football and cancels. And I'm like, y'all need to pump your brakes. Like, I know it was scary. I know it was fucked up, but you don't throw away everything because of one freak accident, you know? And I'm sure if, if you asked him, he wouldn't want the rest of his, his, uh, teammates to not have jobs. You know what I mean? Just because he got hurt or possibly passed away on the field. Like, you know, that's just not how they look at things. Yeah. We know like, that like we, we didn't, we didn't stop doing stand up because Chris Rock got slapped. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that wasn't life in the situation. No, but I'm saying you saw like people started rushing the stage after that, but we didn't quit doing comedy. It's just, it's just one of those things that you get, you know, moving forward, you got to deal with. And if he wears that protective thing, the chances of that happen are almost zero. So, like Chris said, it was the first time it's ever happened in football. I mean, it was just a really freak accident, which I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad, you know, they were able to save him. But to get rid of football and, you know, 
it's a violent game. There, we all have to understand that. There are a lot of guys on ESPN like that next day and that night just projecting their own problems, their own CTE issues, like stuff they've heard. Like it was like it opened up this ability for everybody to just start talking about everything that's wrong with football, you know, and the cost of it. But well, there's nothing gonna stop you from getting your brain rattled. Unless y'all just turn it into some black football. And there's a bunch of grown men out there yanking flags off each other. Right. But yeah. I think that's part of that's part of, you know, I look part at of the like allure of it. Is, it's, it's, is they love playing the game, you know. It's almost like when um those people were rushing to get those jobs in their minds. You know you can get hurt, you know you can die, but the money, the pay is good. Come get it. Mm-hmm. Hey, in this world, every job is like that. Now you look at that six-year-old who shot the teacher, and she wasn't even getting a lot. I mean, yeah. literally, he was like, bitch, I don't like you today, and pulled out a gun. And they locked him up. What they should do? have. But <laughs> I know they should have. But I'm thinking, what do you do with a six-year-old? Pistol whip that nigga till he don't want to touch guns no more. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid little. Beat <laughs> the fuck out that nigga with a gun. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what do you do with a six year old who shoots somebody? You lock their parents up. That's yeah, that what too. I'm thinking, Chris. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Lock the fucking parents up. He should have had a super soaker, not a nine millimeter. You're a gun owner, and you are not <laughs> taking care of your firearms. You are legally re- responsible for what happens to that firearm. Like this kid didn't just walk into somebody else's locker, or you know, Timmy's cubby had a, gu- a loaded gun in it. Like yeah. he, it, it, it yeah. some adult had to load that weapon for him, and he put it in his backpack. How grown was this six-year-old to be like, you know what, I'm about to shoot this bitch. He had good trigger <laughs> discipline. <I> mean, <laughs> he was like, I'm about to shoot this what bitch. What did he shoot her at? <laughs> I heard what the neck. But I could be wrong. I only saw a, a passing article on it because I'm like, I'm so tired of kids shooting people at school. <laughs> yeah, but usually it it's like an 18-year-old. This was... <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, what, is, what beef did he have with that teacher? <laughs> she said, like, said, I'm fucking tired of nap time. Like, yo. So he's a kindergartner, wasn't he? Yeah. Or first, was it first grade? Six-year-old would be, yeah, first grade. So let's see here. He was taken into custody at Rich Neck Elementary School in Virginia. Um, That's about right. The female teacher was shot inside a classroom and that this was not an accidental shooting. There was an altercation between the student and the teacher who had the student had the firearm and that single round was fired. Um, let's see here. That's crazy. I mean, now if you're a teacher, you got to worry about a kid disciplining a kid and they just pull a gun out of your back. I don't know why you would want to be an American teacher. Fuck that shit. You don't get paid enough. You can get shot. One of your students could snitch on you if you fucking them. It's just not worth it these days. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you equated the two. (laughs) You could get shot. You could get turned in for fucking your students. (laughs) I'm just saying. Not if you work at Plainfield for 20 years. Back in the day, you be able to fuck the teacher and not say nothing. The good old days is gone, dude. Yeah. 
It's called you going to fucking jail. I seen a video the other day of this black teacher fighting one of his students. He punched a little boy right in the fucking face. They was throwing their hands in the classroom. Well, the teacher got to the teacher got to protect himself too. No, no, he threw the first punch. The teacher? Yes. What the kids say? The little boy. He was stunned. He backed up, and then all the kids just stood up. Moved to the back of the classroom. I saw it on Twitter. I wish I'd have fucking sent it to y'all. But he was beating the shit out this kid to the point where before the video cut off, you see the boy holding on to his legs like, stop punching me. Oh, no. <laughs> he was an old ass black man, too. He looked like the type. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd be like, I quit this bitch. Yeah, I Call the police. Was- I go to jail. I don't know if he was a substitute or the real teacher. He looked like a sub, the way he was dressed. He looked like he wasn't supposed to be in that classroom. But he punched shit out that kid. Wow. I would, um, I don't know. Mm-mm. I would get out of teaching as soon as possible. It does. Would not generally be what they're doing. I, you know what? And that, that's so sad. That's, they don't pay them enough. That mm-hmm. is... A teacher saved my life, man. We need teachers. But it's just... What they got to deal with Me between... Too. We, we yeah. wasn't disrespectful. I know when I was in school, we wasn't disrespectful like that. The, I think the problem with our society today, they're so quick to medicate these kids. Instead of getting to the root of the problem, like, they, they quick to say these kids have this one, this many problems, but they don't they don't trace back why this child got this this disciplinary problems. Like, for me, if you consider me to be a bad student, when I went home, and I couldn't be a kid. I had to take care of everybody. I'm out trying to cut grass, trying to get us, get us a little hot dog and hamburger up the street at the store before it closed. You know, collecting shit, trying to make a few dollars. So when you get to school, that's the only time you get to be a child. But then they take it as, hey, we don't need you to be acting like this. You need to, um, you need to be an adult. Nike was just trying to do- join and I told him don't because we're about done. Yeah. So it's just shit like that. You know, you got to get to the root of the problem. A lot of times kids are angry because of their situations that they're mm-hmm. in. And other kids are so rude when you when things are not equally across the playing field. You get bullied, you get I just seen another kid um um killed himself because of some online bullying. You know, we that stuff never happened to us. One thing, the internet wasn't big. We didn't have an internet. And the second one, you your mom always told you to whoop your bully ass. You know, you go whoop your bully ass these days, you got a good chance that bully shooting your ass. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I do. Um, I had one friend who's a school counselor for elementary school. She said the amount of kids who have signs of neglect from perfectly fine parents but just because they're on their phone all the time, their kids feel so neglected that there's just like this hole. And then she said like the, the Instagram specifically has kids so fucked up because they're constantly comparing themselves to everybody else, you know? So they're not Mm. getting attention from their parents because their parents are on their phone. So they turn to their phone and then it just it's driving like Seattle is suing the three major uh, fa- like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat because <clears throat> they're having to devote devote so many more resources for counseling to kids 
because of social media caused ills, as they claim, um, that they're suing these companies to recoup some of the money so they can better counsel these students. So it's like it's like I I do a public affairs radio show here in town, and I talked to this one group about it, and they talked about the the comparison w- stuff with Instagram, like it was a fentanyl crisis amongst teens, and they they said specifically this is why kids are like committing suicide at massive rates. So it's just yeah. a it's a, just a huge problem. I remember we weren't even allowed to have phones in school. No, you know, and nowadays they teaching lessons on them damn things. Yeah, so it's it's just you know too much too soon sometimes. A lot of these kids, you know, you, they come out the womb. Chris, your baby's gonna know how to work an iPad before he learns how to walk. So it's like it's true. I mean, it's my like stepdaughter. I you know I met my stepdaughter when she was like three months old. Like she couldn't walk, but she would take like books and pinch them. Like it, it just it's it's so innate in them now. I mean, it's, I got two two kids going to the ninth grade, and they don't have a phone. You yeah, have one kid phone, everybody shared. It's so, just, it seems like, and I'm thinking, like, should we get them a phone? They go into the ninth grade next year. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to put a lot of security features on that thing. But they're smart. They're ninth grade. They know how to take it off. Well. N- <laughs> No, 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 no. Gariana should put security features on that yeah, phone, not I you. I was going to say, not you. <laughs> yeah, so. I, right. I missed him. I don't know. It just, it just you, bothers me. You looking forward to going to Buffalo this weekend? Oh, yeah. I'm in Buffalo this weekend. Y'all, please come out and see me. Uh, Buffalo, because y'all need to laugh. Y'all just had 15 power, 15 what is it, 15 piles or 15 inches of snow? Yeah, 15 inches. Yeah, and then, you know, the, the thing that happened with y'all at the grocery store, and then the, the kid who fell out on the field, y'all need me, and I need y'all. So bring y'all ass out there to the Helium Comedy Club starting this Friday, January 13th through, through the 14th. Next, comedy on Broadway, January 20th through the 21st. January 27th through the 28th. I'm back in Chicago at the Chicago Improv. First time there. Comedy club at the Stardome. First time I've headlined this club. February the 10th through the 11th. Music Hall Center for Performing Arts. December, I mean, I'm sorry, February the 17th. Pittsburgh. You know I love you, Pittsburgh. I'm on my way February the 23rd through the 25th. March 17th through the 18th. Kansas City Improv. San Jose, California. I see you March 24th through 25th. Carry on the birthday. I'm not about to read off all them dates. Okay. All right. So, well, they're on the screen they, there. You know, check it out. I'm going to know. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to Norwegian Pearl, but that's all. That, I'm going on a cruise with Bert Kreischer. So y'all go to misspatcomedy.com to see the rest of the dates and more is being added. I think I just added Miami. I'm getting ready to add. Uh, no, I got Miami. I'm getting ready to add. Um, I forgot the name of the date somebody just gave me today, but I'm coming a lot. I'm a, a lot of places before I start back taping um, season four. So I can't thank you guys enough. And if you're new to the show, please go back and listen to the old shit. So when I'm fucking up words, you will know what the <laughs> hell I'm talking about. Okay. Cause a lot of times people stumble upon this podcast and they're like, what the hell is this? 
I don't know what's going on. So I want you to know what's going on. I'm Miss Pat. The white dude is named Chris, and the black dude who need his chin hair trimmed up is Dion. <laughs> and we hear each and every Tuesday. You would know about chin hair, would you? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That shit be growing on my chin. Oh, and it's always like one or two gray screens. I'm like, oh, it's Listen, so I'm not getting old. in the middle of this. You're both right. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Chris. <laughs> so make sure y'all join us each and every Tuesday right here on the Pat Down. Because we be talking about some serious shit. And we love y'all. And we can't wait. To, and keep the date October the 14th, 2023. That is the Pat Down. I'm sorry. That is the Crank Baby Party. Newly named the Miss Pat family uh, function. Or oh, some freshly shit like new. that. Freshly new. <laughs> Not even final yet. Her tongue sure hasn't worked out the details yet. <laughs> yeah, my tongue hasn't worked out the detail, but it's going down October 14th. Save that date. That's when we all going to get together a weekend and have some fucking fun again, just like we did this year. And I can't wait to tell y'all the ideas I have about this part. I'm going to keep raving about this part until uh, this year I will be selling tickets to the party because the party was big and I just wanted to make it bigger. So the tickets go on sale in February for the party and the podcast. So get your ticket because you don't want to be left out like last year. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just waiting for you to say goodbye. We yeah. need an ending or something. Oh, oh yeah. Well, with, with that, Chris is still white and Dion is still forwarded. <laughs> Welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> There's no denying it. I was like, yeah, I still need my glasses. Forwarded. <laughs> You're going to get another 60 minutes of reels. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.